Sometimes I wonder, if like, what I believe is actually true. Will God really send someone to hell forever? What does the Bible really say about tithing? God wants you to send me a thousand dollars right now. Can I be gay and still love Jesus? Dare to ask questions. Dare to have doubts. Search out the truth for yourself. Why can't you just fall in line? This is the Controversial Christianity Podcast with Eric Powell. It is no secret that our country and our world is in a state of calamity. I mean, seriously, take a 30-second scroll through the newsfeed of your favorite social media outlet, and it's more than obvious. Worldwide pandemics, civil unrest and riots and protests, natural disasters, famines, droughts. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to see that 2020 has been a very challenging year. And right now, we're still in the first half. But I do want to say that this will not be a political program. I have no intention or interest in weighing in on my personal opinions about what's going on right now. But one thing is for sure, there has always been injustice, civil unrest, natural disasters and pandemics, but something that God has been impressing on me very strongly for a few weeks now is that he is indeed coming back very, very soon. And the thing is, I'm not the only one that's picked up on this. I've had several friends on social media posting very similar ideas that they too feel that Christ could be returning at any moment. And so I want to start the program today by asking a question. Given what seems to be an even more rapid decline in our world's condition, is it possible that Jesus could return in 2020. You know, if we believe the Bible, and if the Bible teaches that things are just going to get worse and worse instead of getting better, could it be possible that God is very soon, in essence, going to say, you know what, enough is enough, and come back and take his church out of the world in an event that is usually labeled the rapture? Now, I know that the Bible says in Mark 13 that only the Father knows the day and hour that he's coming back. But Jesus also talked about the signs of his coming in Matthew 24. These are the things that are supposed to happen right before he returns. In that passage of scripture, the disciples are asking Jesus when his kingdom was coming back on the earth, or more pointedly, when was the world going to end? And Jesus' response was that the signs to be looking for are wars and rumors of wars, nation will rise against nation, there will be famines and earthquakes, false prophets will arise, many believers will lose faith and people will betray and hate each other, there will be more and more lawlessness and people's love will grow cold. Now, I don't know about you, but doesn't that sound a lot like the world that we're living in today? But you know what? Today's program is not so much about the return of Jesus, more so it's about you and me. It's about what are we doing or not doing as Christians? It's about being authentic, being real, 
and making sure that we personally are each in a spiritual position to effectively spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. In fact, I hope our program today accomplishes two tasks. Number one, to encourage each of us to have a greater personal drive to lead others to Christ because you know what? Our time is indeed very, very short. And number two, that we would draw closer to God in repentance and live our lives in a state of spiritual authenticity. No more fakeness. This is something that God has been drilling into my spirit. It's time to be real. We must be real for ourselves and for those that God would have us reach out to for him. And so today, that's going to be the heart of our program, being real, having an authentic Christianity. And we're also going to discuss a call to action, to speak out and act against sin and hatred and injustice and how we as children of God have been mandated to show the love and compassion of Christ and share his message every chance we get. And so we're going to be right back after this. Don't you dare go away. The Controversial Christianity Podcast will return right after this. Don't go away. Did you know the Controversial Christianity Podcast also has a Facebook fan page? We share funny and inspirational memes to get you through your day, free promotions, and news updates on what's happening with the podcast. To find our Facebook page, go to your Facebook app on your computer or mobile device and search Controversial Christianity Podcast in the search bar. We hope to see you there soon. You're listening to the Controversial Christianity Podcast with Eric Powell. And now, back to today's program. In just a few moments, I want to read you a portion of a very long Facebook post I wrote and was going to share earlier this week. And the only reason I didn't was because, well, for one, it was so long I doubt many people would have read it anyway. But secondly, it formed the basis for the podcast that we're doing right now. But as I mentioned earlier, a couple of weeks ago, God began to seriously burden my heart and my spirit with the current situation in our nation and our world. But this burden or this heaviness, if you want to call it that, it wasn't just about what was going on around us, but it was about my personal obligation to the matter, to not just sit idly by and do nothing. And it was also about the church, the body of Christ. What, what are we doing about this? And I'm not talking about releasing videos on Facebook and Instagram, uh, supporting certain campaigns or causes, or even doing outreach ministries to provide food and shelter, which, you know, they're all good things to do. But my question is, is the church as a majority on their knees before God seeking him for an answer from heaven? And, and I'm sorry if my next statement seems unkind, but it's the truth. So I'm, I'm going to say it anyway. But if we spent half the time praying about what's going on, that we do feeding into this problem on social media, do you think that perhaps we might start seeing a shift in our current situation? Here's the post I was going to share. This is what was overflowing from my heart and my spirit and from my own personal struggle with realizing that I wasn't living up to what God expected of me and how it it absolutely shook me to the core. But you know what? It also opened my eyes brighter than they've been in a very long time. And here's, here's a portion of the post. 
I will not voice my personal convictions on who is right and who is wrong. I am not going to throw gasoline on a fire that is already raging out of control, but I am going to pray. And I don't mean throwing a few empty sentences God's way. I'm talking about having a burden in my spirit to earnestly seek God and do my best to touch heaven for a response to our nation's and our world's current situation. I'm talking about repentance, and I have to start with myself. God, forgive me for being so complacent. Forgive me for taking the control of my life away from you and making a mess of things. I have to ask my family's forgiveness for not being a better spiritual leader and example at home. Father, draw me back to you closer than I've ever been before and give me a burden and anguish to seek you with everything I am for an answer to the calamities that surround us. God, break me. Break my heart for this world. Allow me to see others through your eyes and not through the filter of my own convictions and opinions. Burden me. Baptize my heart in anguish for the things that are going on around me. May I lose sleep and wear calluses on my knees from hours of travail until you hear my prayers and the prayers of those who are crying out to you for you to intervene until you break forth from the heavens in holy response to the pleas of your people. And this is my prayer everyone listening to this podcast, that you will be encouraged to seek God, to draw closer to him, to be authentic in your relationship with Christ. No more games, no more fakeness, no more pretending. Be real, be transparent. Do as the apostle Paul instructs in Romans 12, 1, be a living sacrifice. Let people see that you've died to this world, but been made alive in Jesus. Realize that you may be the only Bible some people ever read. You may be the only Jesus some people ever see. It is our obligation to reach others for Christ. Since Jesus forgave us and set us free, How could we not share that with other people? Our time is too short. You can look around and see the signs just like Jesus said. And it is time for the church to rise up in holy and radical faith and proclaim the gospel with boldness to a world that is suffering and smothering in darkness. We cannot be a sleeping giant any longer. The church cannot sit on the sidelines another day. We, we can't just be complacent and uncaring about the condition of the world because, well, one day Jesus is going to come back and take us out of it. We've got to get away from that escapist mentality and get back to the problems and the things that are going on in our world right now. The love of Christ inside of us demands that we share his love every chance we get at our workplace, at the grocery store, walking the dog in the park. I would encourage each of you to ask God to give you opportunities to share Jesus with people. And that's where our plan of action comes in today. And this action is found in a very popular verse of scripture found in 2 Chronicles 7.14, which says, if my people 
who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. You see, the first step to this is repentance. And I mean true repentance, turning our back on sin and doing our best to embrace the things of God, asking God to not only forgive us, but empty us of ourselves and fill us up with his love and his compassion. Listen very carefully. The change that the United States of America needs to see does not begin in the White House. I'll even take it a step further. It doesn't even begin in the church. You know where it begins? It begins right here in my heart and in your heart. The revolution starts with you and it starts with me. And once we get ourselves out of the way, then we can give ourselves over to earnest prayer. You know, there was a time when Christians prayed for hours agonizing over the sin and the hurt and the pain and the injustice in the world and pleading with God for deliverance. But you know what? Unfortunately, I feel that that kind of ambition to pray, that kind of commitment, it's becoming a lost art among the modern church. Today's church is more concerned with making people comfortable than committed. It's more concerned with self-image than it is selflessness. And as much of a target as it may make me to say what I'm about to say, there's more world in the church now than there is church in the world. We're backwards. We've inverted the Great Commission. Instead of being separate and going out and reaching the world, we filtered everything about our churches and our ministries through the lens of the world and pop culture so we can get more people in the door. Church members, church leaders, pastors, youth pastors, children's pastors, please hear me today. The church has got to get back to the basics of the gospel. We have got to rid ourselves of everything that doesn't bring glory to God and once again become a beacon in this dark world for the gospel of Jesus Christ. There is only one thing that is going to change the course of this nation, and that is saints of God who are authentic in their relationship with Jesus, who are real, who aren't afraid to show their scars if it means showing someone else the love and hope of Jesus, and people who are not afraid to spend time in prayer, crying out to the heavens for a response, and rejoicing when God gives his answer. And you know what? Whether Jesus returns in 2020 or a hundred years from now, it is on my shoulders and it is on your shoulders to be real in connection with God and seek him until he responds. And with that, I want to say thank you for spending some time with me today. And I hope that you've been encouraged, just as I was, to mobilize and do whatever you can to make a difference in this world. And I'd also like to invite you to reach out to me if you'd like. You can leave your comments and questions on the Controversial Christianity Facebook page, or you can email us directly at ccpodcastonline at gmail.com if you have anything you'd like to say or ask. Lastly, I want to let you know that we also have started a blog, a website, whatever you want to call it, 
where maybe you don't have time to sit and listen to podcasts like this, but maybe you have time to read it if it were put into an article form. And so that's what we're doing. I've started a blog where we are going to, we've actually got the first episode, which was called The Problem with Hell. It's actually up and live right now. It's an article. It's basically a transcript, almost word for word, of what was happening or what was said in the podcast. Um, There's information about the podcast where you can listen to it. I mean, the podcast is available, man. It's everywhere. It's on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Spotify. There's there's like eight or nine different places where you can get this podcast. And so wherever you get your podcast, wherever you like to listen to them, we've distributed out everywhere that we could think. It's all free. And so I do want to encourage you guys to go check that out. And go check out the uh, the new blog site. It's got kind of a long name. It's ccpodcastonline.blogspot.com. And uh, I know that's a lot to remember, but if you'll go to our Facebook page and just search Controversial Christianity in the search bar, uh, you'll pull up our Facebook page. Actually, the very first post, it's a pinned post um, that welcomes you to the Facebook page. If you look at the bottom, there is a link to the new blog site uh, right there at the bottom that you can click on. And uh, I'm telling you guys, it's a lot of fun. There's, uh, We're going to be putting all kind of new stuff on there. Uh, one great feature that I j- actually just got up the night that I recorded this podcast is there is a page on there that's called The Future. And it's basically, it's got about 14 or 15 future shows that we're going to do on the podcast. And so if you like what you hear and you like what we've been doing with the podcast, I encourage you to go check that out. It's going to give you basically in no certain order the upcoming shows that we're going to have, the, the, the titles and kind of a short synopsis of what it's going to be about. Uh, one that's, that's really interesting and that I think was pretty cool. We're going to do a podcast grab bag. And what I mean is I need you as listeners and supporters to email me any questions you have, any comments, any discussion starters you want to talk about. And um, what we're going to do is we're going to get all those together. Once we accumulate enough of those to where we can actually do a full episode, we're going to get all those, put them in a big hat, pull them out one at a time and take a few minutes on each one and try to answer your questions, explain things, continue discussions that you may want to start. I want to try to get a panel of some uh, pastor friends of mine and just some regular people, uh, Christian people that... You know, and maybe even some non-Christian people. Who knows? Let's let's get an argument on both sides. That's what this whole podcast is about. Is about you know starting discussions and, and and having opposing views. And and I am completely okay with opposing views. With that being said, um, I do want to close this down for today. Thank you again so so much for listening for supporting. Please check us out on social media. Check out the new blog site. Uh, Tell your friends, share the post, do whatever you can. I need your help. I need your help to share our post, to get your friends to listen, to get your family members to listen. Subscribe, do whatever you can. Help me get the word out there. I don't ask for money. I'm not on Patreon. I don't do anything like that. I am not interested in making a single red penny off of this podcast. All I want is for people to know that it's here, to have access to it, and that they would be able to listen to it, and that we can start discussing things together, that we could take this amazing journey through life together and try our best to help each other get to heaven and make the best decisions that we can along the way. And so thank you so much for tuning in and listening to us. Keep on the lookout, and we will have more episodes of these podcasts up, I hope, on a weekly basis very soon. But I love you guys. God bless you. And we will talk to you later.
We hope you've enjoyed today's controversial Christianity podcast. If you'd like to connect further, please find us on Facebook and Instagram at Controversial Christianity. If you have questions or comments, please drop us a line at ccpodcastonline at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe. Until next time, God bless.